Previously on 1B D&D. Elturel was recently destroyed, or vanished, and the refugees flood Baldur's Gate and the surrounding areas. One of Elturel's night protectors, a Hellrider known only as Red, tasked Myri with infiltrating Fenthumper Manor to see if the High Observer Thavius Krieg was there, and if he was, if he was being held prisoner. It seems he wasn't. Rather, he was surrounded by devil worshippers and hiding in a vault filled with treasure from the horde of Tiamat herself. These riches included a mysterious puzzle box, which Myri pocketed, and a shield that whispered into her mind, claiming to be a spirit trapped within, whose name has been lost. For their end of the bargain, Red will secret Myri and Matt out of Baldur's Gate and escort Myri to Candlekeep, where they hope to unlock this puzzle and decipher what happened to Elturel. innovative business in that it has rooms for rent and food to eat. Yes! At the same time. At the same time! Was Can that the book it? or did you add it? Be honest. <laughs> Be honest. Um, was I right the whole time? I think you were right the whole time. <laughs> but um, Now you're just flattering. Flattery will get while you, you everywhere. What? I said shit changed while you were dead. <laughs> The world commodified into multiple. Every everybody's a multi hyphenate, including taverns. It's part of gentrification, man. Like, yeah, just gotta go. Like, what are we gonna do? Just sell food? We've got all these rooms upstairs. I think it was a collective meeting of a bunch of innkeepers being like, they're raising the rents. We don't know what to do. You do you all have like seven to twelve rooms that you're not using? And everybody in the taverns was like, you know what? Actually, we do. And the inns were like, yeah, we have like a bar and dining room area that we've just kind of been like storing a mop in. Um, <laughs> a mop. Don't call me that. <laughs> shut up, Darian. We start with Myrie feeling warm and taken care of, wrapped in blankets, looking up at a bright light in the sky, a warm, shining light. A voice comes from the light above you. We made a mistake, Marius. Look how innocent and vulnerable she is. It's up for us to protect her. From nearby, a different voice, as round as the moon. It's too late for that now. We made our choice. We saved our daughter. We sold our daughter. As if souls could be passed back and forth like coins. We saved our daughter. If it cost you your shame, I should think you'd be grateful to be rid of the evidence. You'll never forgive me, will you? And suddenly a mass of soft orange fluff like a field of ruddy wheat eclipses your vision. And then two bright, luminous green orbs. Can I see her? (sighs) Suddenly, dark, cold. You're walking through a graveyard. The moon glows pale above you. I made a mistake. Please, I I take it back. A raven rests on the arm of a tree, dead and bare of leaves. Your vision shifts, and now you are standing by the tree, beholding the woman with red hair who came to you years or seconds ago. You've had trouble keeping track of time in the mortal plane since you ascended. You feel the words on your lips. An action cannot be undone. You tell her. You told her. Nor a bargain unmade. Her life is yours, but her soul is mine. She will serve me when she dies. The woman turns to you, an infant swaddled in her arms. Isn't there something that I can do? Take me in her stead. But even as she offers it, you know that you bargained for this child's soul because of her parentage. Parentage? 
this this woman, this common mortal, is a worthless soul to you. You'll have her in time. The Raven Queen smirks and says, Your sorrow is all you have to give, and you give it freely. Don't I have anything of value to you? Another child? She shakes her head. Just this one, then. Let her live her life. Let me hold on to her as long as I can. When she dies, she'll be yours. Her, her soul is immortal. What are a few decades to a goddess? Let me spend my life with her. I'll, I'll tell her when it's time. Fine. And with a flapping of wings, you leave this woman standing alone at this crossroads. And Myrie wakes up. Matt, standing above you, uh, gently shaking you. Ah! Ah! He goes, shh, shh, shh. We don't want to wake anybody up. We got to hit the road before dawn. Right. Uh. Yeah. The word parentage is just swimming around her brain. Uh. But she doesn't quite know what to make of that part of the dream. And uh, she just shakes off the that like drape of dream into reality that sort of hangs around your brain when you first get up and uh, centers herself touching Tarsus and then gets dressed and grabs her stuff quietly. Do you sleep with Tarsus on? Yeah, it's a hand. Sure. I have an inappropriate thought. <laughs> speak, speak freely. Because, like, is self-pleasure with Tarsus self-pleasure? Well, even if... I know it's dangerous. That part I, <laughs> I've already categorized away. But that's actually that's part of it for you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I am lawful evil. Tarsus is a sentient artifact mm-hmm. uh with like thoughts and feelings it's like so, a vibrator I mean, with ai <laughs> yeah i mean you know what the, the future past that is role-playing games like you're you're looking down the road but also this has all been done before this will all happen again very strange is ai just a new version of being like a cursed item <laughs> this letter written by ai is a cursed letter <laughs> it is unnatural we must never go back Got um, to thousands of years later yeah just a funny thought. I think I do sleep with Tarsus. I don't think I take it off. I think taking him off would be painful. I don't think it's yeah. as easy as just like like yeah. removing a glove. Like right. he is parts pieces Up of him are burrowed into your flesh. Yeah, it's more venom than it is Tony Stark tech. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So we, I gather my things and I go downstairs where we're gonna meet Red. Are we taking food? <laughs> Red is there, fully waiting for you. Like there is a bunch of stale bread. Yeah. Uh, like you know, all of the all of the day old baked goods that have like yeah. officially become day old yeah. did today. Yeah. Uh, to old yeah, and like yeah, a bunch of hard boiled eggs. And Matt's like just walking and peeling. He's like, Jeez. he like takes a bite out of one and then like switches it around his mouth and then spits out the shell. Well, like an olive. <laughs> yeah. But like a reverse olive, I a say. reverse olive, yeah, exactly. And uh, Red says, "Any last preparations you need to make before we leave?" We decided we can't find potions here, right? Ah, uh, correct. Yeah, great. Then no, 
That's it. That's all. Just these snacks, please. Can we get a Slurpee? Can we get a Slurpee, please? Over here. A Slurpee? <laughs> the way I said it felt like I was at the counter of a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Just these yeah, snacks, like, please. Yeah, <laughs> like with your babysitter? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't take it this early in the morning. We'll spoil the rest of the day for you. But it'll be so nice. It'll be nice for a moment, and it'll be rested later. Put it in later. your helmet. We can, you can get more. I don't want one. My rules are eyes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they bring you around to a stable uh, where there are, are two horses uh, already tied to a cart. Uh, the cart is filled with, uh, what's a fun thing? Olives. The cart is filled with olives. Uh, different colored and, olives. Bunch of different ones. Yeah. And like still like, kind of covered in oil. Like you just got them out of the little like buffet mm-hmm. salad bar thing. Mm-hmm. It's the best that I could do on short notice. Okay. Am I going inside of the olives? They nod. No. The smell won't ask you from uh, the hounds at the border, and they're loose enough that you should be able to pile them around you and move comfortably. It's only until we get past the outer limits of the city. Oh, my God. But my shirt. (laughs) Can't I? Mm. Give me a second. I'm going to go back inside and buy a barrel off this guy, like a little one. What guy? Whoever's inside the Elf Song Tavern in the morning. It's before dawn. Like the you're bisexual barista that's there at dawn to make okay, baked yes, goods. The, the, the bisexual like strung out shadows under his eyes of a barista. I speak that because I saw a meme today that was like makes coffee at home, and then a line of like a hundred people being like buys it from a bisexual barista. It's <laughs> like yeah, that's the industry, yeah. baby. That that sure is. <sighs> Can I have one of those barrels? But I want to put a barrel inside of a barrel. So that I don't have to touch the juice of the other barrel. Do you know what I mean? Say no more. I've done that a hundred times. <laughs> okay, you don't need to brag. That'll be like, uh, I could sell you the barrel for like a silver piece. A silver piece? How about two barrels? Two silver pieces? For like a silver piece. Two barrels. Oh, you're saying two barrels. You're trying to haggle with me over the cost of two barrels. You basically, mm-hmm. you said, I want one thing, and I said, here's the price. Now you're like, I want two of things, actually. I guess I if I didn't were to do an extra shot of espresso. To... Yeah, go on. It's only half as much more. Okay, so one silver, 50 copper. I'll do it. You need to make change for this right now. <laughs> you put down a platinum. <laughs> yeah. He looks down. It's all I have. He looks back she up at you. She, I cast to store value on my purse. <laughs> there are cobwebs now. Just a moth flies out. It's all I got. Cap. Captain. Chef. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. I mean, you don't have to, actually. It's, it's the service industry. Um, you automatically fail all persuasion checks. That's true. I it's a, a class three. feature called the customer is always right. <laughs> I rolled a three, which turns into a 10. So it's still a 25 <laughs> in case you forgot <laughs> that my lowest persuasion is a 25. He opens the drawer. I mean, I, I only open it with with 100 gold. Even And even that is like It a is Dawn. I know you have access to a bank. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I Give have run a, a restaurant goes- before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He goes upstairs. He goes, "Oh, really? Have you? Did you did you run a restaurant? Was it so you like so you get it? No, so you know. I'm not saying I get it. I just know you have access. 
I'm not saying I relate to you at all. I understand. We live very different lives. I'm covered in blood. He goes upstairs for an unnecessarily long <laughs> amount of time. Like I'm like looking at the, the sun outside. <laughs> Fuck. So like, yeah, it's like start. The sky is getting lighter. Matt is asleep and drooling on uh, Red's armor. Oh Red God. is. He's there are there are the shells of like a dozen hard boiled eggs around him. <laughs> Just a little shell piece hanging out his mouth. Where does he put it all? The barista eventually comes back down. <sighs> Out of spite, the barista has gotten nothing but copper. One, two. How many copper are in that many? Let's find out. I don't know how anything translates. I'm pretty sure it's 100 gold to a platinum. Okay. Should keep in mind, this is also that you didn't stain your imaginary shirt. Yeah. So one platinum <laughs> I remember. Is- <laughs> Is 1,000 copper, so he is counting out for you 8,050. No, 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 no. I'm going to... I gonna, thought you wanted change. I'm going to have I'm gonna have to stop you right there, Chief. I will give you five silver if you give me change in gold and two barrels. Thank you very much. I apologize for my attitude before. Oh, I guess... Okay, so he gives you nine gold... Eight silver and fifty copper. Okay, okay, okay. I thought platinum was worth a hundred gold. I thought it was way more. It is oh, worth ten. ten. Nine gold. Oh, and then takes five of that silver back, so you only have three silver. Ah, you took my hand off the chest. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. It's good for me. Thank you so much. Please don't tell anyone goodbye. And I take the barrels and I put them in the. <laughs> Like, just sinking into the yeah. and then scooping <laughs> olives into the street <laughs> and then for the displacement of it all and then get the barrel here you go matt hmm? huh wake up wait wait what do you mean here we go here are we going we're going right i look at red right yes we're going huh <laughs> yes we're going okay great that was not a joke. I really didn't understand. That's fair. <laughs> I hang out with a lot of people who mumble, so I'm... I will do my best to enunciate, despite the metal. You're doing great. You're doing great, Red. We all do what we can, when we can. <sighs> uh, let's hit the road. Before everyone wakes up, we hit rush hour. This has got to be an export city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, but unfortunately, because the gates are closed, yeah. not a lot of exports going on. Uh, and as the cart approaches, a Flaming Fist patrol member uh, comes up and... Stops writing us. Well, where, where do you think you're going? I'm a hell rider at LTL, and I'm returning to investigate the disappearance of the city. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> Just in the barrel, Myra's like, we really should have talked about this plan. Red <laughs> is like, I'm returning to investigate the city with my two crates of olives. <laughs> Nothing to see here. No, sorry, with my big pile of olives that has like oh it's like a pile of olives yeah it's a loose pile of olives i thought it was like in it's just a oh it's it's like a a back to the future style like full of manure truck but it's a manure cart full of olives great i don't change anything about nope you are in a barrel i'm in a barrel next to the olives yeah under olives i thought it was gonna be like in a tank that's why i was very concerned about my shirt perfect fair nope nope just let's do it I want nothing more than like a handful of olives right now. This is a nightmare for me. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> What's with the olives? 
I um, I I just, I really like olives. All right. Well, I can't argue with that. And <laughs> yeah, opens the gate. As the basilisk gate opens, uh, like flaming fist soldiers hold back the tide of uh, elder guardian refugees who even at this late hour, like hear the gates opening and then are pushing themselves forward. There's a throng there. Um, Red cuts a path through the wretched souls whose wails intensify for mercy and sanctuary intensify as the basilisk gate closes behind you. The dirt road cuts through the slums of the outer city, past the walled neighborhood of Little Calumshin, down the way of the lion. As you reach the first crossroads, and dawn begins to break above the hills, Red brings the cart to a stop. A head sticks out of the olives. Ah, I guess this is it, huh? I guess so. Red unhitches one of the horses. You should take the cart back with you. The olives will sustain you on the road to Waterdeep, and you'll be able to hide your parcel within it. Oh, yeah, these olives aren't going to make it till afternoon, but um, uh, I suppose you're right. You are going to have such a stomachache, Matt. I beg of you. I know who I am, and I know what I do. I can't help it. What do you do? I have everything in front of me. Okay. I can't stop. That makes sense. I won't stop. You, can, you could stop. I shan't stop. I guess I'll... We hug. <laughs> can we say that he has... Like, just the remainder of a collar of a t-shirt that changes color. And then just, like, the button-down strip, like, fucking Alex Scribner. <laughs> sure. I don't Who, know that reference, oh, but I believe you. I thought you were there for one of those parties. Twice now, Alex has, at a party, had a shirt that was, like, going to be, like, was just rippable and then ripped it off. But because of the way shirts are constructed, it left him in a collar and the buttons hanging down his front like a little tail. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. So. I have two separate pictures of him oh dressed like that. God, that's amazing. Yeah, so we'll do that. <laughs> the bottom buttons, buttons are getting the bottom buttons are starting to get lighter and like the starry around the collar is uh starting to f- kind of fade away. Yeah. I'll go and seek whatever aid I can in Waterdeep and do my best to keep these olives safe until you can find out how to destroy them. Right. And then that is important. As soon as you know. Should I send Matt with any of the other stuff? Am I sending Matt with the other stuff? I can't remember. Like the shield or the helmet. Um, that is up to you. The only thing that Matt for sure is taking back to Waterdeep is the Wand of Orcus. Yeah, the Anything else you want to send with him, you can. I want the shield thing to keep talking to me. But the Tiamat helmet hasn't talked to me at all, right? It is not. But what if it's useful? What if it helps me? This, you know, helmet to the worst god of the world. <laughs> I am Worst God is like a pretty, pretty tight neck combination. Yeah, like that <laughs> competition is fierce. Uh, I'm gonna send him with the the helmet, mask of the Dragon Queen. Okay. Unless it will f- fuck up the story. Blink, blink twice if it fucks it up. I'll eventually have to blink twice, but I'm not blinking twice in rapid succession now. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um, maybe see if you can find out anything about this before you start showing it off. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm pretty good about investigating checks miniseries. <laughs> I'm very subtle. <laughs> um 
And yeah, send it to him. I don't know why I'm getting so verklempt. <laughs> I just, uh, I guess I really enjoy traveling with you. I'll play some uh, high and fly. Set up a high and fly court uh, somewhere in the city. Yeah. It's been nice seeing you again. For real. I feel like we just got you back. Yeah. Well, you'll just get me back again. Back. So, yeah. And he goes to... Like, Stay high! <laughs> <laughs> you know, dog. 420 uh, blaze it. 420 blaze it. You know, the best time to cast fireball. <laughs> yeah, at 420 in the afternoon. Because of the way the sun... We all know. We, 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 we all know. Yes, yes, we all know. <laughs> Voices echoing in your head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he goes to, like, hug you and then isn't, like, sure and then kind yeah. of pulls back. And Myri Myrie goes in for the hug. She's very little. Yeah, you're down around his waist, and he, like, pulls you forward and pats you on the, the back. Mm-hmm. All right. See you in a couple ten days. See you in a couple ten days. And with that, he takes the cart off on the road to the north and red saddles their destrier and like helps you up like, <gasps> cool Shower. oh my god yes i wrap my arms around their waist and we look so cool the horse rears back as the sun rises <laughs> and there's an image of big knight little person <laughs> absolutely tarsus uh let's go for a second like going oh and like the outline of like <laughs> big claw Behind, in the silhouette. <laughs> Big claw silhouette. Mm-hmm. Two great bridges meet at a tall, rocky island that rises from the middle of the Chantar River. Buildings and merchant stalls line both sides of the bridge, making it impossible to see the river from the narrow, congested roadways that cut between these structures. Wooden drawbridges connect the two bridges to a keep situated atop the island. The flags of Baldur's Gate and the Flaming Fist wave proudly above the fortress. This is Worms Crossing. Keep your wits about you. What's crossing? Worms. W- worms? Worms. You know, like... Baby dragon. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead and roll me a d20, please. Uh, Just the number, yeah? Yeah. 17. You notice... Not all of the refugees from El Turel went to Baldur's Gate. Quite a few are clogging the streets around here. Many people have set up just around the shops and the stalls. People look dirty and destitute. As you've been on the road, you've like overtaken a couple who... It's a Hellrider! A Hellrider! Please! Please, Fair Knight, please help mm-hmm. us! Mm-hmm. But Red uh, ignores them and passes on. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I just rolled that. That's great. Um, great. As you make your way, the one drawbridge goes. Red shows a writ of a passage to the guard, who then lets My you head onto pops the other out side. and I point to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with them. I'm we with have them. badges. The flaming fist guard like does the inspection, takes a stamp, gets it through, and passes you on. On the other side, you see a couple kids. Um, probably no older than seven or eight come up to you just holding up their hands oh man couple kids mm-hmm. uh i look at red or i uh tug on red red's like shoulder i think it's called a grief. pauldron pauldron that's Graves the word. Boots. i tug on red's pauldron and i go uh can i give these kids some coin 
Is it going to mess everything up? It's your coin to do with what you will. I mean, technically, it is the Tomb of Annihilation's coin. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, hey, finders keepers, pal. <gasps> How many little kids? Two. Two? Great. Yeah, I give them all my copper and a silver each. Is magic bad? What's the vibe? Vibe check real quick. If I, like, hand it down to them so I don't get off a horse with Mage Hand, is, is there going to be screaming? Make an insight check. Okay. I'm really bad at this, so, like, hate that you say that. i got to take advantage of the few skills that you don't automatically get above 20 on. Two. No way to tell. Uh, I plop it down into their little fingies, and I, I nod at them. Um, when you go to give the gold to these little boys, you are feeling around in your purse, and you see the bottom of it has been cut out. <gasps> now, you are a rogue, and I think have, like, a wallet within a wallet uh-huh. system, uh-huh. but you can tell me what is one item of yours that was stolen. Was that what the D twenty roll was? That's what that I yeah I Incredible. rolled. You rolled a D twenty for Pacific. I got a natural twenty for this pickpocket oh, who uh, did a fish gut on you. Fish gut. Run a knife under the bottom of a purse, and it's like a gut fish. Like yeah, the, yeah, hard. The bottoms come out there. I read about that in I think Six of Crows, and I was like, <gasps> yes, absolutely. I gotta read that. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, that in the Crooked Kingdom, I read back to back on the plane back from Istanbul, and I was like, "Sean, the DM from the Last Rumble, was like, yeah, you can read that one alone, and it's incredible." They're, they're very. They're I need very a. Good. I need a good book. I can't. I can't even go to bed because I'm so disappointed by the book I have to read. You just sit there lying, being like, "The prose is too frustrating." Like I'm your just eyes. Like, instead what if of- this was a better book? I wish I had a better book. I'm just gonna go back on Facebook, and then I like don't go to bed. Stay up till 3 a.m. last night for no reason. Uh, Man, it, it's so funny to lose this dog right after I get it, but it's what I do want to let go. <laughs> I like the mystery of the potion. Good. Okay. <laughs> so then this little boy scampers off into an alley. Uh, like, oh, finally, I'll be able to buy some food. And he pulls out a little statue of a dog, like a souvenir, like he would sell at a roadside. He's like, Oh, man. He throws it. I am your loyal servant. Bid me, my master. I shall carry it out to my utmost. A new best friend. We're going to steal some food. (laughs) And the two of them go off and have their own adventure. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, um, it's Calvin and Hobbes. (laughs) Yeah, great. Great. Uh, as the mage hand seems to just fly gold to these kids, they get wide-eyed and l- look at each other, easily wowed as we know Virgos to be. They like start to run off, and then Red encourages the horse further down. Uh, and then one of them goes, wait, wait, are you an angel? I'm the morning dove. The kid runs off. Is there like a, can we, should we start a tracker? Should we start a like, I'm making my god name famous have i dropped the morning dove on pod yet you dropped something else you dropped like the the, i think it was like you called yourself the black dove of morning right but i like the morning dove because doves are pigeons they are and pigeons Um, are ravens without with a ged Not yeah. to mash on anyone with the GED. The public school system is wild. What is the cis equivalent of goth? 
Like I'm if so- a a pigeon Did you is say a the not- cis. Are you saying that goth is purely queer? No, no, no. I'm saying like the like cis is the opposite of trans okay, in the same okay, way okay, that, okay. Heard, that heard, what heard. is the opposite of Sorry, goth. Sorry, you know? I thought you were like, what's the not gay version of goth? And I was like, dang. No, no, no. I love that. <laughs> you're not You're not off. Bold stroke with that Fanta Black Sharpie. Bold stroke. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lisa Frank. Yes. Except no, parrot, like macaws are the Lisa Frank. They're the, oh, okay. They're the West Elm of, of Ravens. Yeah, the fucking J crew. <laughs> But they're like, yeah, yeah, it's more well, J crew. I guess it's Jay's, more Gap. Jays would be the J crew. Yeah, they're Gap. They're the Gap of Ravens. After we get past the Warren's Crossing, we'll have to make it through the Gap of Ravens. And then it's a five days journey to Candlekeep. Great. As Worms so Crossing. I'm going where all the scholars are. Yeah, you're going to you're going to the book learning place. You're going to the library. I forgot I was going to the book learning place. Matt is doing the john snow track you're doing the sam track yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel like Waterdeep will have more knowledge on dragons tbh i do want to say the like quick question do you know what you're trying to find out at candlekeep oh, that's a great question it's a really good question <laughs> you've got, let's see you've what got the notes five say. days to try and figure it out uh it's a wizard who makes puzzles we're going to candle keep to open this box that is what red is going to candle Fuck. keep for why are you going to candle keep? <laughs> <laughs> that's great though i'm glad that you know that i want to become a god and i want to learn about how to oh oh because i want to destroy the ring of winter and maybe my hand <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe she my whispers hand. outside the range of psycho s- telekinesis mm-hmm. am i right yeah. I'm going to write this down and circle it. And I want to become a god. Is that part of it? It's So here's here's the thing, my dude. It is a repository of knowledge. If there is anything you want to know. <laughs> repository of knowledge. God damn it. <laughs> Never mind. You get to know nothing. No, please. I'm sorry. I'll be good. Your, your glasses break. There was time now, but unfortunately. <laughs> Does Tarsus? Oh, I'll just call it Tarsus. Does it have a The hand that name? feeds. I was just no, trying we, to remember if it had like a name when it was a sword or whatever it was. Tarsus did. I mean, it. It he they did. Tarsus is a he they. Tarsus is a he they she. Let's be H. Yeah. Uh, did have a name, but you never learned it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There, I have had many names throughout history. Yeah. Okay, Travis Matigo. Um Gaius. <laughs> Gaius. As Worms Crossing and Baldur's Gate disappear from view, you find yourself heading down the coastway, a dirt road that leads to distant lands such as Tethier, Amn, and Kalimshen. Candlekeep lies some 150 miles south and west of you, a five-day journey. Coming up the road toward you is a human farmer, riding on the front of a hay-filled wagon pulled by two draft horses. He gives you a friendly wave as the wagon draws near. Howdy, friend. Hi. Where are y'all off to today? Just... You know, long journey. Ah, tell me about it. These roads aren't easy on you either. I can't tell you how many axles I've thrown. And my my sciatica is acting up in the worst way. Uh, inside check, are we being surrounded? <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> Plus one. 17. As he is talking to you, you notice that there are three different men coming from behind you on the road. Oh my me and Myri have instincts now! 
Sorry, that's just exciting. I feel like I learned a skill from this game. Special skills on my resume. I can tell when I'm about to be ambushed. Uh, three men behind this man in wagon. Great. Yeah, so three men are coming up on horses behind you and, you know, oh, my sciatica, ooey. I, uh, I telekinese to Red and saying, three behind, one in front, right? Yes. There are three men surrounding us from behind. This guy is here, but there might be more in the hay there. There would be if it was my jig. You notice them? Good. They've been following us since Boulder's Gate. Myrie feels her heart jump a little. <laughs> okay. You hear a voice in your mind say, The Knights of the Shield, you cannot let them get their hands on me. What? They must have been sent to retrieve me. Please, keep me safe. Um. Yeah, all right there, friends? Oh, spill our journey. <sighs> if they've been following us for that long, they're probably not likely to just try and let us go if we try and talk our way out of this, right? I was hoping to lose them, but there's just the one road. I feel like we have a little bit of the element of surprise here. I'm going to slide down the horse and be like, this is a mighty fine wagon you got here. What kind of mileage does this do? And she kicks the wheels. Hey, easy, easy now. I told you this is a fragile piece of equipment. You did? Well, I mean, I think I, I mentioned listening. something about an axle or something. <laughs> I want to kind of get... I'm sort of... I'm like between our horse and the wagon right now. And can I see if there's anybody else coming like in the trees on the other side? Already with your perception check, you know there's not. There's just the three. Okay, great. Can I light this hay on fire? Can I use sleight of hand to like flick... Yeah, sure. We'll call it this sleight of hand. Um, so you have advantage. No, you add your... Pro- oh, my God. Because of Tarsus, you add your proficiency to sleight of hand, too. I think you're right. Yeah, I turn around and go, I mean, look at these horses. They're like... The horses in that um, uh, Sudsweiser's ads. <laughs> and with Tarsus in my left hand, my, my back to this guy, I uh, want to gently reach up and strike flint and steel or whatever the thing is that I have from my camping times and try and light this hay on fire. Not trying to like burn this man alive, but trying to just like start the chaos. Yeah, yeah, just like (laughs) start it off with a bang. Go ahead and roll sleight of hand. Good thing I'm lucky. (laughs) Both of my my rolls. You truly have the most bonkers form of character optimization I have ever seen. Okay, 24. Yeah, you spark off flames. As you do, the farmer goes, we've been made. Come on. As he does, his skin gets redder and redder, almost as if it's becoming sunburnt until it starts to burn away. Thick, leathery wings (laughs) unfold (gasps) from his back, and he takes to the air. Oh, those aren't aren't men. Do I re-roll once on initiative? It's an ability check, so yeah. Okay, great. Good thing I'm lucky. Excuse me. Excuse me, Dice. Excuse me. Please help me. Okay, that's a two, so it's going to be 11. Wow. I'm done with you. You're on timeout. Uh, well, Red got a three. Not my bones day. Myri is still going first with an 11, though. (laughs) Do all of them turn into 
devils? No, just this one. The others are um, uh, men. Yeah, uh, and they kick their horses into gear and start galloping. Oh, they're all on horses. Mm-hmm. They're knights. Oh God, Myrie, get it together. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Oh, Red, it's so nice to be on a horse with you. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and agonizing Eldritch Blast some folk here. That's going to be a 25, a 17, and a 27. Two of these will hit. Oh, Lord. Okay, so that's a six damage and then a seven damage. I want to do the same one unless he goes down. I just wanted to roll it separate. You fire off two Eldritch Blasts. Red's horse whinnies up. (laughs) And then through the legs, we see you. The blasts uh, zooming forward. They hit the first knight. As they hit him, he loses concentration. You see his glamour fade away. And instead of looking like regular mounted men, they are wearing full gold plate. Oh, snap. Okay. The one you hit unsheathes a sword. The one behind him lowers a spear. And the third starts spinning a flail, a morning star. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hexblade's Curse on this devil. Okay. That's my turn. Devil's turn. He goes, burn, baby, burn. No, that's your wagon. This will hit you. Uh, I would like to use freaking defensive duelist to make my AC 25. The devil's eyes glow orange, and from each of them, two rays of fire leap toward you, but you uh-huh. bring up your hand and just swat them away. In your voice, you in your head, you hear a voice say, I am an actual shield, you know, you can't use me. What? I can be of use. What do you do? I block things. I'm a shield. I do oh, shield right, things. Right, 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 right. Sorry. It's, it's been a long year. Anything else on your turn? No. Oh, sorry. That was the Cambian's turn. Cambian? Uh, the knight's turn. <laughs> Tarask, Tarask. They are all one by one going to run forward and past red, trying to get attacks off. Do they get op attacks? Oh, run past Yeah, like in a, in in a jousting sense. <laughs> run past as in at. Heard. They block the sword and the spear, but the Morningstar does 13 damage. No. Do the armor they're wearing versus the other knights that are here look similar? Do they look like bad guy versions of red? No, it's totally different. I mean, it's armor, but it's... It's not like the Galactic Empire where everything's just, like, red and black. Red's also wearing, like, scale mail, and they're wearing more, like, full plate. It almost looks like they're wearing ceremonial armor. Red's looks like it has been in battle before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Red's also wearing uh, scale mail, not plate. And I I think because, you know, it's a video game, Red's got, like, one beefy, like, plate pauldron like fucking uh final fantasy style yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or um for sure. more like uh, like legend of dragoon yeah oh, legend of dragoon. red looks at the devil well you're clearly the biggest threat which you know not particularly clever <laughs> but um i think that's red's thing i think they're very direct big drax energy <laughs> sure to your um bite mantis uh-huh oh it's definitely Arya stark and the hound but we're not assholes. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I was thinking you would be like uh, the Camille Nanjiani to their uh-huh. Dave Bautista in... Um, what were they in together? They were in a movie called Stuber that was like Ride Along. <laughs> I didn't actually see it. I just I saw the poster Deep and was like, pole. I see what the studio was doing. Great. And I decline. The devil goes, what are you going to do? Throw your stick at me? And Red lowers the spear. 
mutter something under their breath, and then <laughs> sacred flame. <gasps> Dope. The devil fails his deck save, takes 10 damage. Cool. And Myrie, that is you. Does the radiant look like it hurts them more? You're not totally sure. He does go, baby, I'm made of fire. Ow, ow. <laughs> I love that this villain is brought to us by an adult cartoon from Cartoon Network. <laughs> that's the that's the tone. Um, the riders are up at red now, the two, the boys. The three, yeah. I want to run up to the one I already shot twice and stab him with Tarsus. Can I cinematically, as I roll to hit, I run towards their stirrup, grab it with my normal hand, push myself up to like slash at them. Sure, like let's go for it. That's a 26 to hit. It sure will. Do I get sneak attack or we're outnumbered, but my friend is here. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much have sneak attack unless <laughs> unless you have disadvantage or are outnumbered. Or the other, or the other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude, just, just wreck faces. Yep. Great. Great. That will be... That's nice and even. 27 damage coming at him. The one that had 13 already. You jump up onto the horse and you're like riding alongside for a moment. He looks down confused. You grab his arm and twist and it rips off. Ew. Do you have the shield on you or is it is it still in your like cello case? Yeah, so I think I have a cello case strapped to my back. That's sort of what I was envisioning with my backpack over it, if that makes any sense. Or like hung on top of it, you know, like on the little like neck of the cello part. Yeah, you look like a musician using public transportation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my backpack on the front, cello on the back. I don't know. Whatever the cutest version of this is, that's what's happening. But I think I keep it on myself. I don't think I wanted to leave it like on the horse with red or anything. I could use it. I am choosing not to. Myrie shoots back to the shield and she's like, I think I'm going to stab a little more before I shield. <laughs> this guy's still up, right? Technically. I'm going to Ulu him to uh, bookmark him. Or bookmark him. Save him for later. Him. 14 to hit. Will not. I think you get distracted by like the blood splatter of your aggressive attack uh, and then just stab into his plate. But it is Hell its plate. plate. Plates for days. That is my turn. I'm at the feet of his horse. The Cambian looks at you and says, Be a good girl and give us the shield now. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Oh man, the one thing I'm bad at. Okay, wisdom save. Here we go. I crit. God damn it. <laughs> Come on, sweetie pie. Be a good girl. Give us that shield. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah, the shield. She reaches behind her and pulls out her middle finger. <laughs> or what did we decide? Middle finger was rock on side. I, she reaches behind her and pulls out the rock on side and gives it to him. Oh, you want to show me the horns? I'll show you the horns. I'm made of horns. <laughs> the knight who is now missing an arm goes, take, take out the half pint. I'm 16 ounces at least. <laughs> You're 110 pounds. I know. That is a crit. Oh, no. That's also a crit. I would like to uncanny dodge. And that's a two. Take 18 halved to nine. Okay. And 17, so 26 all day. Thank you. 26 all day. Because I think even though you're by yourself, we're at the point in the podcast now where uncanny dodge only counts for one attack. That is correct. (laughs) 
Red looks at all of them and looks at you, then does some calculations. Honestly, we should probably just wrap this up. I want to get the candle keep sooner rather than later. And casts Flame Strike. You've proven yourself to be dexterous. Make a dexterity yeah, saving throw, please. Let it happen. Because I'm proficient in it, I can't get less than a 10. Is that correct? Not in this case because it's a save. Because it's a save, not a ability check. Thank you. I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. Here and I'm queer. Oh, shit. I'm going to use luck. Oh, it's still not good. Okay. Dex save is 15. Their spell save DC is 15. luck i rolled a two to start and then i got a seven. <laughs> oh wait i would have advantage because it's a spell that's okay the only one who made his save is the one that's missing an r that's great so they each take 4d6 fire damage and 4d6 radiant dang and you take none because of evasion but 17 and 19 is 36 so red's horse leans back up again and they throw their halberd up and toward the sun and then the light like glints off of it and from where it hit pillars of radiant flame uh, strike down from the heavens the one uh, missing his arm like you can almost see in the flame like these (laughs) winged figures stabbing down with spears of their own and they pierce through his armor which melts around him the two who are up are not into that as their horses whinny and uh, and, and try and uh, turn tail. Uh, the one says to the devil, mm-hmm. You never told us a hell rider could do that. Sick. Um, I'm going to Eldritch Blast these guys. 23, 22, 21. All hit. D10s. To the tune of Love Hurts. 14 and then 11 and then 9. One of them is knocked clear off his horse. The other one, you shoot him like straight into the armor. Oh, man. Never mind. I was going to say, can I have a soul? But I can't. Nah, you have to use Tarsus. The devil himself goes, I'm pretty sure this is outside my pay grade. Uh, Throws up the horns and disappears in a portal of fire. Great. Uh, this remaining knight uh, looks at the smoldering ruins of his brothers. <laughs> his cart is on fire. <laughs> he turns his horse about and runs back up the road uh, the way they came. Uh-huh. 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 Well, I don't think they'll send any reinforcements anytime soon. Yeah, me either. And but weird. <laughs> catches their spear. Cool. Something to figure out later. Let's go learn some books. There's no map to Devil Town in that cart, right? I'm not missing anything in that cart. If there was, it's on fire. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> great, just check it. And the, the horse that was pulling the cart, you know, he like breaks he his flees. reins. And, yeah. He goes. He goes away. Uh, and you set off toward Candlekeep. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to episode 161 of 1PD&D with Beverly Jean as Myrie Stone Daughter and T. Wade as everyone else. Joshua Pem Pearson did the intro and outro. Other incidental music was released to Black, performed by Alexander Nakarada. Aspen Drake was our social media manager, and this episode was inspired by the Wizards of the Coast adventure, 
Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Shout out to Justin Alexander's remixing Avernus blog. And a huge shout out to our Patreon patrons, Michael, Peter, Anthony, Evan, Tony, Tommy, Casey, and Zach. Still got it. Thank you all so much. If you would like to join their esteemed adventuring company, head over to patreon.com slash 1pdnd. That's one like the number, P like the letter, D like the letter, N like the letter, and D like the letter. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. Remember, this podcast is only as cool as its community, so help it grow by telling your friends about it, or by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you encounter podcasts. The next episode will be up next Wednesday, June 28th. See you then.